0: hello and welcome to true crime diary in which we look at the annals of true crime to find events that happened on this week in history i'm your host mark decano and with me are my friends jed lester all right and Rue turner hello the date we're looking at this week is august 21st 1911 when the deputy director of museums at the louvre discovered that the mona lisa was no longer hanging on the wall in fact it had been gone for over 24 hours, and the theft of the century had taken place.
1: Interesting. What, uh, where, what was he the deputy director of again?
0: The, uh, the Louvre. And one more time?
1: <laughs> the, the Louvre. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't know too much about this crime. Have you
0: got any more info? No, nothing. Ah, okay. <laughs> See you next week. They thought that the painting had been taken to be photographed, but, it, as I say, it was 24 hours before anyone realised that it was gone, uh, when someone actually went and checked the photography uh, lab, and it wasn't there, and they realised that, actually, no, it had been stolen.
1: When was Mona said painted?
0: painted? Uh, you're talking about 1503 to 1506 kind of time. Wow. Where do you start looking for it? I mean, something that's
2: valuable will be surely spirited away fairly quickly.
1: Well, for starters... Was it classed uh, today? It's classed as priceless. Mm. Was it this, you know, iconic portrait, or well, not really? I, I, I'm assuming it was, but because it was still hundreds of years old.
0: Yeah, well, that's important because obviously, it, as a Leonardo da Vinci, it was still valuable, but um, at the time, it wasn't considered to be, you know, absolutely the most famous painting in the world as we would know it today. It was a painting, a valuable painting, but it was just hung up along with everything else. You know, there wasn't—they didn't really was no order. No, they didn't curate a collection like we would know it. They—it wasn't like a whole group by artist or time period or anything. It's like there's a space, whack it up there. So
1: it—it it didn't have the, wasn't as famous as it is today. So therefore, would this theft have heightened its fame?
0: I would say the argument could probably be that it would not be famous at all if not for this event.
1: Hmm. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Because you, you you could there people perhaps they don't criticise it, but they kind of analyse it quite heavily. And yes, the oxygen of publicity gave it its famousnessment, because <laughs> that's a word. Yeah, <laughs> it's been
2: the greatest publicity campaign any painting yeah, has yeah, had. Really, yeah.
0: let's it? face it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, originally it was hanging on the wall with, with some, like, religious paintings, I think.
2: I think there was a Titian one side of it. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what was the other side, probably another
0: group, sort of, religious scene, I think. Yeah. So it was hanging on the wall with between two group, religious group paintings. So everything was just lumped in. Everything was lumped in together, yeah. And also. Mm-hmm.
1: So then uh, curating is a new thing, a new ish thing.
0: Yeah. If you mm. remember. Uh, if you ever visited a stately home or a royal palace, so bear in mind that the the people who go to the museums and galleries would be quite well to do. If you go to the the, the palaces and the big open houses, mm-hmm. the paintings are basically frame to frame abutted around the room, and a lot of, unless it's a grand portrait of the owner of the house, they'll be all, like abutted, literally frame to frame. They are basically painted almost to measure. So. When you're looking at an art exhibition where they're just literally putting anything on the wall,
1: oh, so it's like it would reflect. It's like um, the time a pre pre World War Tetris.
0: <laughs> well, well, kind of, arguably, yeah.
1: Is it what? So they just make it fit. I don't think anyone's shuffling them around at the bottom to make them fit. <laughs> yeah. Turning them around. Also, who's painting L shaped paintings? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I, I think the point is that they were they were put together because of the size of the painting, rather than the content of the painting.
1: Which I can tell you because I've seen the uh, painting that we're talking about, uh, and it's quite small. Um, it I'm going to suggest that it could be about A3, but I don't know. It's small though. It's definitely
0: it's smaller small. than you think. Uh, yeah, it's about A3, I suppose. It's, uh, it's, it's 30 and a half inches tall and 21 inches wide.
2: What's that in real money?
0: Uh, A3. What? <laughs> A3. It's
1: about A3. <laughs> anyway, so...
2: Well, fairly underwhelming size for a painting.
1: Yes, and also, I, I would say it's... I mean, is this controversial? I'd say it's quite underwhelming visually. Yeah. But <laughs> he chose that painting so so why um, did the perpetrator choose this seemingly not very well known or thought about portrait so we're talking
0: now about Vincenzo Pedugia Buongiorno. oh yeah now given that I he I wonder where he was from well I wonder indeed that's a very Italian sounding name uh, and right and of course da Vinci was Italian they were both ah uh, yes they didn't know each other no but they were both from the same region of italy and uh, he was quite a passionately patriotic man well he claimed and he sees this painting this great painting by this great artist in a
1: different country
0: in a different country in paris france and he says to himself something along the lines of what's this great work of art doing in france it should be in mother italy at home i'm going to take this painting and I'm going to liberate it. And Napoleon stole this, along with so many other great works was of he Italian art. Or... Yeah, it was I pretty so.
1: much a uh, not the greatest alibi.
0: Oh well, it would have been a giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> I assume he said it at home, and he said, "This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to take this thing, get it back to Italy, bang it on a wall up there, and be treated as a hero." Or words to that effect, I imagine.
2: Right, right. A magonna so stila disagreed great painting. It was an act of artistic repatriation. Really?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, or so, it, so it would seem.
1: Yes. So hang on, he worked at the gallery.
0: He worked at the gallery. He was a, a like an odd job man. He did um, like a bit of painting and that sort of. Uh, a painter and decorator, rather than a, yeah. A, a a artistic painter. Painter. yeah. Painter, painter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean he painted copies of the Mona Lisa.
1: So if you worked at a museum or just a shop or something and you were seen picking up an item for sale or an item on show, I think people would think you were moving it or taking it off or, I don't know. I mean, it's because it's different in a gallery, but he wouldn't have been under suspicion at all,
0: basically, would he? Uh, Well, no, probably not. I mean, as I said at the beginning, um, even though there was a space on the wall, the assumption at the time was that it would have probably been taken to be photographed. Yeah, um, as he, a, you know, is,
1: is that true is that, would that have been a thing
0: yes they would make that's a fact yeah oh, right. they would make <laughs> postcards it and
1: things like
0: right okay first of all it would have been completely normal for him to be carrying around a picture mm. in fact when he stole the picture someone held the door open for him so yeah, yeah, he yeah. was walking out my um,
1: neighbour did that to a, uh, a well held a the door open for miserable. someone
0: stealing the Mona Lisa
1: uh, n- I know uh, my neighbour um, had a bike stolen from her shed and she didn't recognise the bike and this bloke, literally this bloke was wheeling a bike out of down an alleyway next to her house. And she held the back <laughs> gate open for him and went, there's bye. And anyway, and then later found out that it was her own. It was like a daughter's bike or something like that. Oh, anyway, that's not, I suppose that's not the same as the Mona Lisa.
0: Well, is it a particularly famous bike? Uh, no, and it was, it, never, wasn't like it, then. it was, ne- yeah, now it's, <laughs> in, now, in,
1: and now it's in the design museum.
0: <laughs> well, there you go.
1: Um, so yes, yeah, so he, he worked there and understandably, I'd say someone held the door open for him. That's what I'd do probably.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, uh, he. What was he called? All right, Vince. All right, Vinny. Let me
1: get that for you.
2: It, it would be quite normal for someone to be walking around holding a painting. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, well, yeah, yeah. Him.
2: Because people used to go into the galleries quite a lot and paint. They'd take easels in and they would make That's copies right. in front of the originals. Really? And yeah, it was quite normal back then. Yeah. I mean, people are allowed to do it you now, but only by oh, special request. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Well, I yeah, yeah. Say, you got tasered for that
0: now. But. <laughs> so, yeah, so he, the, first of all, he took the painting from the wall. He took it to the stairwell. He removed it from the frame. He wrapped his uh, his decorator's smock around it. Mm. Uh, he went down the stairwell. Someone opened the door, let him out. And then uh, the he took the doorknob off the second exit, the exit to the courtyard, so that he could just swing the door open. Uh, he later na- oh, okay. threw the doorknob in the river, I think, or on the embankment. And then, he, as he left the courtyard, up to through the gate, the gates weren't guarded, so he just strolled off down the street and that's with his. Uh, yeah, yeah there, it, there it was gone. Oh. So,
1: did they have? They had no clue, basically, did they? Because there was no. Uh, well, I presume there was security guards. Were there? Was there? Or perhaps I'm thinking of. They're a late invention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the security was very lax. Put it that way. Uh, in fact, it was so lax that the uh, Paris Journal, a um, publication at the time, put in a an advert that suggested that in the interests of art and for the safeguarding of the precious objects, the public is requested to be good enough to wake their guards if they're found to be asleep. Climbing, So nearly the perfect crime
1: because he worked there and everyone knew him. So when you worked at... Shut up!
0: Yeah. you could have you
1: know I'm just taking couldn't you
0: yeah absolutely anything well in fairness anyone who's ever worked anywhere could probably yeah yeah exactly in fact statistically speaking you're more likely to lose stock to internal oh, theft than external really? theft. Yeah, right. yeah, probably about 60% is internal oh is it I believe right, so yeah.
1: right. so he off into the night or whatever whatever it was away
0: he went back to his lodgings yeah,
1: well, how far away was that? His lodgings? No, <laughs> I know. I mean, the sense of still walking in... across Paris. He Mind was you, it still, wasn't it? No one would have, even if he just held it.
0: You know, open to the elements. I don't think anyone would have gone. Oh my god! No. Uh, he was He's... observed walking along the banks of the Seine because that's when someone saw him throw the dawn away.
1: Right, right, right.
0: So he was wandering down the down the riverside. Doorknob in one hand and painting it under the other arm. But they, me,
2: have you seen anyone stealing a painting? <laughs> no, but I saw him like chucking a doorknob in the set. Have
0: exactly.
1: all the things to remember the doorknob bit. Yeah, mind do I suppose it connected him to it. But the but he, if he'd walked along with no coverage of uh, wasn't covered up, I still don't think people would have gone.
0: Stop there. Well, again, this is it's not like he was walking down the street with the most famous painting in the world. He was walking down the street with the painting.
1: Yeah.
0: Da Vinci was famous. The painting was specific wasn't famous. But it was still a Da Vinci. Mm. You know. People would have seen someone walking the point is it was covered up and the yeah. only reason he garnered attention was because he was lobbing something in the river. <laughs> As someone who was employed he would have been the first to be interviewed by the police yes and bear in mind that it wasn't revealed where the painting was for three more years was he
2: still in possession of it for the whole of the three those three years or have he...
0: yes it was in his room wow.
2: sat in his room for three years sat. the
0: police <laughs> sat in his room for three years and in fact when the police went round to say oh you know we're going down the list of all the people who they didn't say the workers yeah, yeah. yeah all the workers from the from the the louvre who've all done you know Whatever the odd job men, he went. They went round to his rooms, to his apartment, and they investigated and they interviewed him, and then they left. And the whole time, it was in a suitcase under his bed, and he was profusely sweating at the time. <laughs> one presume.
1: Yeah, that's bizarre, isn't it? Well,
0: <laughs> let's consider this. So first of all, uh, he, the painting actually spent most of its time propped up on his kitchen table. Really. <laughs> well. So that he could have breakfast with it. Um, yes. You know, he said that he. Uh, so no one came round his flat then, presumably. That no visitors, slight. other than the police, who presumably knocking on the door and him say, "Hang on a minute, I've just got to mm. f- muffling hide this painting under yeah, my yeah. bed, <laughs> and then you can come in."
1: You haven't given us time to hide.
0: Yeah, he basically just spent all day gazing at it, or all day, all the opportunity he could. Um, is that bad
1: police work, or is that just of the time?
0: I think it's bad for any time, to be honest. But let, let's look at the let's look at what they did. So first of all, they questioned him. Um, and then they went away. Now, they didn't search his apartment, which is interesting because they would have found it and been a short investigation. However, they just questioned him. They just yeah, questioned right. him. But subsequent Did you do to it? that, no. <laughs> okay, thanks very much. Thanks for your time. <laughs> <laughs> but subsequent to that, they people who worked at the Louvre were then followed home, Ooh. and searched and had their rooms searched. Interesting. So they but were searched, but, but not, not him. him. Wow. Also, on the point of taking the painting from the Louvre, taking the painting from the frame. Uh, saying I don't know how to do that. I imagine it would take me a while. But it turns out that um, Perugia was the man who put the painting in the frame in the first place. Yeah. As one of his odd jobs, he was a hanger wonder of frames. if you
1: put it in knowing that you're going to take it out.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it's interesting because if you remember, not only, you know, I would find it quite difficult to take a painting out. He's He's done it. Mm. He put it in so he can take it out. That's fine. But also... Um, when they discovered it, they found uh, a thumbprint on the glass of the frame, mm. which you'd think, well, it's his his thumbprint." It would it would be there. He yes, should, that which, could be easily. Yeah. yeah. However, bear in mind that he it would be there if he would just hung it, but it would have been cleaned, and you know all the paintings would have been cleaned regularly, so it shouldn't have really have been on there unless he'd been otherwise handling it. Which again, you say, "Well, he might have been handling it for another reason." But the point of fact is that the police had his uh, right thumbprint on file because he'd been picked up for sort of minor infractions earlier on. So he would already have had the cloud of suspicion over him, but they never checked. And the other thing is that um, they took a print of him when they questioned him. So this, there's, now, there's a thumbprint on the glass, there's a thumbprint on file, and there's a thumbprint that they take from him. Now they only took the right thumbprint, because that was custom at the time, they didn't take a full set like we do now. They only took the right thumbprint, and they only had the right thumbprint on file, and the thumbprint on the glass was the left thumbprint. However, none of the three ever met. They know at no point did right, the police so go, "Well, oh, let's check this thumbprint against yeah. the one we have." Even to point them in the right direction, yeah, even yeah. to raise the questions about, "Hang on a minute, where, where were you with this painting?"
2: Or even searches apartment.
0: Or even searches apartment. No, they did everybody else's. And I think he said he was with, he was working somewhere else that day. Right. Which they could have just gone and asked them. (laughs) They could have gone and
1: asked the person. They could have asked the person who opened the door.
0: So it was a litany of errors, basically. The police investigation was shambolic from the outset. And then the investigation broadened further and further. So much so that um, there was a case of uh, uh, an American artist on a a ship landed at New York. And he was stopped by the police there. I'm walking here! And because he was carrying a, uh, a square... Package under his arm.
1: That looked like a painting? Looked like
0: it could be a painting. Turned out it was a painting. Turned out it was his painting that he'd painted. Mm. But because he was carrying a painting on a boat that had come from France, he was stopped and searched. That's how wide the search got. And how crazy. And how desperate. Bear in mind that in the first few days, they had been in the room with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mm. So, also, during the course of the police investigation, um, they arrested a poet named Guillaume Apollinaire, uh, and a friend of his you might have heard of is an artist named uh, Pablo Picasso I've heard he would of have him.
2: been what in his early 30s in 1911 i've heard of yeah. his work you know known as an artist yeah. but a younger man yeah and he's a he's a fairly mouthy opinionated strong fella i, I can't imagine at the time yeah yeah in the early 30s he'd have been at his
0: peak okay i
1: mean they physically they, anyway hang on what's his connection why is he he
0: yeah. was questioned because um there was reports that they'd been receiving stolen goods from the Louvre, basically, that they'd been handling like, figurines and mm. busts and st- sculptures, and or they might have been buying statuettes that had, you know, e- they'd either stolen or bought things that had been stolen. So either stealing or handling stolen goods. Is that but, just allegation? That was allegation, it was suspicion, although it's possible that on an unrelated note they might have done anyway. just not what they were being suspected of. Yes. Um, There was no collection, and they they released them, obviously, uh, after a bit, and there was howls in the street from art students about celebrating their their release. Mm -hmm. Citrin Picasso. That was his sister. So then all the theories come out. There's the suggestion that the painting has been sold to uh, a crazy Chicago millionaire, $5,000, $5,000, of course. A crazy uh, Chicago millionaire. Yeah. There's yep. the suggestion that... $5,000? Is, Is that a lot? Well, Doesn't in sound. 1911 it was... That's a lot. Yeah, a that's bit, a lot. It's a Mona Lisa, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know. I wasn't there, so I don't know. I wonder when that speculation...
1: Was it, like, soon after or was it years after?
0: It was a stolen painting, so you're only going to get 10 cents on the dollar or whatever. It if it was
1: years after, it'd be more price would have gone up. Is my point?
0: Yeah, especially when it got famous. Mm, exactly. Yeah. There was oh, the gosh. suggestion that um, a young boy had taken it because he'd fallen in love with it. As you do. Really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, right. there was. Uh, it was suggested that um, there was a woman hater who destroyed the painting with acid. Oh,
1: okay. Right. Yeah. Just nicked it and destroyed it.
0: Yep. There was the the idea really was either. put forward that maybe the government had um, arranged for it to be removed to sort of to create a sensation as a way of distracting the public from um, flare ups in French Morocco that were going on around that time. I mean, you know, that'd work, wouldn't it? Or uh, the classic, the mob done it. If the uh, I don't really mafia yeah. got involved, they stole it. It's easy to blame the mob again, isn't it? Yeah. But you know, I mean it For something that
1: no most
0: people wouldn't have known it was there. But if the mob had taken it, would they would they have let him sit on it for three years? No.
1: Where the fuck you get off talking to people about me behind my back going over my head?
0: Um, and of course once you mentioned the mob, um The mob and then there's a possibility the government and the mob were working in cahoots. The mob Yeah.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Does that is that a thing?
0: Well, you know, that's what they said about I mean, JFK. Wasn't
1: it? Mob and lining pockets and stuff. Um, you again, painting, it seems a bit it seems a bit kind of like, why would they care about that? The painting I'm talking about. But, well, quite,
0: you
2: know, yeah. You know, conspiracy theories, I suppose, aren't, aren't really a new thing, are they? <laughs> yeah, anyway, they're, they're not made fa- to make sense.
1: <laughs> no, let's face it, all of that was rubbish, wasn't it? Turns Even out, now. yes Turns it was. Turns out, yeah. Just shows that any conspiracy theory... It's proved (laughs) to be rubbish.
0: Yeah, Yeah. except (laughs) the moon landings. (laughs) Paintings in his breakfast nook. Mm. He's admiring the painting every opportunity he can. And I'm going to tell you something he said when he was at court. Um, He said, uh, I shall never forget it. I locked the door and stood bewitched before La Gioconda. I fell victim to her smile and feasted my eyes on my treasure every evening. Discovering each time new beauty and perversity in her, I fell in love with her. Well, wow. so you know, like that. It's um, all right. It's all right. <laughs> she, she's all right. The um,
1: I'm not mind you. I suppose he probably wasn't in a relationship, and Fair to he say. probably lived a solitary uh, existence. And I suppose if you're in a solitary environment and you've only got one visual reference then I suppose Where you can you going find with beauty in something but I think he was grasping at straws a bit
0: I should uh, explain why he referred to the painting as La Gioconda and not the Mona Lisa uh, as we would say because the painting is of Mona Lisa del Giocondo who was the young wife of one, get ready for this Francesco di Bartolomeo di Zanobi del Giocondo. Bravissimo. Young wife of. Yes, so he was a, mm. a, um, a Florentine uh, nobleman and mm. she was his young wife. Oh, yeah. So everyone in Italy and, and, you know, beyond referred to the painting as Le Giocondo.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, yes. So it was a bloke who took it upon himself to say, this is Italian, I'm nicking it for Italy, basically.
0: Yeah. Basically, I mean, that was the argument, although it was always uh, speculated that probably did it for money. But his argument was, no, I've taken it for Italy because it was stolen. Uh, now, I should probably point out that it wasn't stolen from Italy in the first place. That didn't happen. It was sold to France. Um, uh, he said it was stolen by Napoleon, but um, actually France had it long before Napoleon came to power, or probably was even born. So it was sold to King Francis I, King of France, for the sum of 4,000 florins. Oh, yeah. And it was hung in the palace. And then uh, subsequently, Louis XIV had it transferred to Palace of Versailles. Mm-hmm. And then after the revolution, Versailles as a palace became uh, a museum. And it was after the revolution that Napoleon um, became emperor. So a lot of time passed before Napoleon would have even got close to it other than just going and having a look.
1: So it's not in any way uh, an Elgin Marbles-style pilfering?
0: No, it wasn't stolen, that was nonsense. So the argue, argument is either he was incompetent enough to believe the story he'd made yes. up, mm. or just or,
1: very passionate for his home la- home land art. Yeah, or he know. wanted the money.
0: And after the three years well, of it was being getting, on uh, his breakfast nook, yeah, he suddenly tried to sell the paints.
1: Oh, OK. I was going to say, I agree with the money's not an issue thing, because if money was an issue, he would have sold it within, I don't know, probably hours, but um, weeks, as opposed to it sitting there for ages. But ultimately, he, I don't know, changed his mind and tried to sell it.
2: His story doesn't really hold up, does it? Because if you steal something weird. for money, then you sell it. If you sell it for repatriation, you repatriate it. Exactly. He didn't yeah, either yeah. those things. Mm. He I never mean, I sold I'm, it nor sent it back to Italy.
1: I mean, I suppose both of those actions would have revealed who nicked it, I suppose. But presumably that's why he sat on it for ages.
0: Well, his, his first attempts to sell the painting were to a dealer in London. Which would imply that it wasn't going to back to Italy at all. Yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> further away. <laughs> if anything, yeah, yeah. getting further away, yes. Yeah. But um, the idea was that it would um, ultimately go back to... Florence. To Florence, whence it came. Mm. So...
2: Maybe he tried to sell it to London, because they already had one. <laughs> I just thought got to collect all the Mona Lisas. What? What? Well, there's, there's a Mona Lisa in Isleworth. Well, there was a Mona Lisa in Isleworth.
0: What?
1: Um, what? So, hang there's, on. What What <laughs> Moser- came first? Not I, don't matters, know, really. I don't know whether this it's before. Mona Lisa. It,
2: I think it was before. Because um, she's meant to be younger in, in the Isleworth Mona Lisa. the
0: Isleworth, it's only the the Isleworth, Isleworth Mona Lisa, Lisa because
2: it was kept in a collection in Isleworth from, from memory. I don't know where it is now. It's probably somewhere else.
1: Um,
0: <laughs>
1: th- uh, hang on hang the on. <laughs> uh, w- why uh, so hang on when was the Isleworth Mona Lisa in Isleworth and please say ab- about 1983 because <laughs> I would have walked near it every day on the way to school
2: I think it came it came to light not long after that it oh uh, okay a, yeah, so it was 1913 it was first scene.
1: the Isleworth Mona Lisa that's <laughs>
0: The, the Eyesworth Mona Lisa was public. first seen in 1913. Yeah, when it was first seen in public.
1: Jesus. So was it a first go at the well, portrait? There's, a few. there's, there's one or which a, I it was think a copy. Yeah.
2: Is now attributed to someone in his studio, so an assistant.
1: Da Vinci's studio.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he would have quite a team of people. Mm-hmm. But the, the Mona Lisa quite possibly isn't entirely painted by him anyway. A lot of work. Was Hang done. on. A lot of the masters would do the and do all the... It's
1: another you know, podcast.
2: The direction, and then uh, bods in the studio would fill them out. You know, like Warhol. Warhol practically mm. produced no artwork at all.
1: Quite right. That's what the factory was <laughs> Objectively. For, <yeah. laughs> so, like, uh, whatever, Fernando did blues. Um, <laughs> Vincenzo did greens. Yeah, that like, kind of... Like yeah, painted by numbers. The kind of delegation yeah. of... Right there mm. Finally, after a few years, he attempted to sell, did he? Yeah. I wonder if he just got... His nerves were shot. Yeah. He got sick of it.
0: Well, this is interesting. It so wasn't he working out. <laughs> this is what happened. He took the... Uh, he got the painting to Italy near the end of 1913 now, so we're talking about, like, late November. They still um, haven't found it. Still haven't found it. There's an art dealer in Florence named... Jerry. Jerry? That's his surname. Oh, right. Okay. Mr. Jerry. Oh, OK. He gets a letter. Oh, yeah. And the letter says... Ciao, Jerry. <laughs> the letter says, I have stolen the Mona Lisa. <laughs> well, it doesn't, does it? Yeah. Really? Basically saying, "I, I you know... I've Are you interested? <laughs> basically, right. effectively, yes. Which is fantastic. So, obviously, Jerry. Jerry the art dealer. Hmm. Um, first of all, this is rubbish. Second of all, can't believe
2: his luck. It's bound to be complete rubbish from a loony. Yeah. It's too irresistible not to follow or, up. To
1: yeah, go or not. Yeah, put it in your spam folder.
0: It's either it's either complete madness or it isn't. Well, that's, that's one of the things, because um, when it finally got to court, um, Perugia in, insisted that uh, he didn't bring up the subject of money. Although why he would take it to an art dealer and not to a gallery director or a government museum, representative museum, or something. yeah. yeah would say, well, you probably wanted money. He did say that he assumed there would be a reward, but he was returning it for the glory of of, of
1: Da Vinci. For Italia. And also no one asked him to return it. It was his all his It was all idea. on his own
0: pack. So he said that the, the art dealer brought up the subject of, of money. Um five hundred thousand lira was the sum that was booted about. Jerry, of course, in the in court was outraged by that suggestion and he said that Perugia brought up the amount of money and oh, named okay. how much it was so there was a back and forth about that as much as Perugia might have insisted it wasn't about the money he does seem to have taken an awkward backward route of uh, getting the painting to Florence yes i.e. via an art dealer in London and then an art dealer in Florence so getting closer to Florence but still going through dealerships and not through governing governing channels yeah So, Jerry, the uh, art dealer, contacts the director of the Uffizi Gallery, uh, Giovanni Poggi, and the two of them arrange to meet this man who identifies himself as Leonardo. very imaginative. Oh, right yes yes. at the uh, at the Hotel Tripoli Italia, where uh, Leonardo is staying. So he's traveled to Florence with his made it to Florence said with the painting, painting yep. under his arm, yep. And they go okay. So now we need to verify this painting is, yeah, yeah. is genuine. But it's not
2: the Eyesworth Mona
0: Lisa. It's not the Eyesworth Mona They're very Can just clear. Check?
1: Is this the Eyesworth Mona Lisa?
0: <laughs> so in order to authenticate it, they compare it to a postcard. Oh yeah. That, that oh right. They right, would right, have yeah. bought from the street outside <laughs> the, the Louvre in Paris. It's the
2: best way to do it.
0: Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, that's the one. So when uh, Ponji... And Jerry, and inverted commas Leonardo, also known as Perugia, left the hotel. It was the concierge of the hotel that thought they were stealing from the hotel, and he says, "Oh, what's that? That painting?" And they tried to explain that they were taking it to the Uffizi Gallery, but um, he was having none of it. Called the police. Wow. Next thing you know, he's up in court. So he
1: was finally banged to rights, effectively. Had he, by the way, had he left? Had he taken a holiday, uh, um, annual leave from the Louvre? Leave from the Louvre. (laughs) Louvre leave. Um, Louvre leave, uh, or had he left the Louvre? (laughs) (laughs) Was it Louvre leave, or he left the Louvre? Is my question.
0: It's easy for you to say. It's easy for you to say. Oh yeah, I don't don't know.
1: Was it time in Louvre from the Louvre, (laughs) or had he left the Louvre, or was it Louvre leave? I mean, I'm aware he didn't go back to his job because he got arrested. And I mean, what I'm saying is HR needs to be <coughs> no- notified.
0: I think it was very much like piecemeal in those days. He was he would come and go, you know, come oh, in okay. and come in and paint this wall. His, ah, his right. okay one franc. So in court, in court, his, he probably
1: said, "I was, I don't know, doing it for Mother Italy." Very well, much so. Presumably, I don't know.
0: I mean, he was not an imposing figure. He was a little man. He had a huge comedy moustache. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, but he spoke with huge passion, and he had the, uh, the 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 courtroom and the wider world outside sighing and ooing and and
1: Passion about why he did it? Yeah. Right. For Italy probably loved him, didn't they? If a new hero... You know, created because they brought. He decided that, even though it was all rubbish, he brought home the artwork that deserved to be at home. But
2: but this was an Italian court.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. Why was he being tried <laughs> in Italy? That's a boring. He's
2: committed no crime.
1: Hey, how did you get to be an Italian? Never mind. What confession is this? Yeah, that's. A, oh, yeah. hang on. He no, hadn't he uh, inverted inverted commas um, stolen some art from a florence hotel meaning
0: that's the reason why i I think well that would have been quickly made clear just by looking
1: why was it in italy
0: well there was a lot of argument about the whole the uh, whole trial being illegal and it should have been held in paris absolutely yeah Yeah. so you have to assume there's a slight amount of bias on behalf of the legal establishment
2: Mm. perhaps um the Italians were frightened, and after, even though they didn't necessarily want this painting, they were frightened that Exhibit A might not come home to Italy after the trial if it went to France.
0: Yeah, well, it was French. It had to be returned sooner yeah. or later yeah. to France. But I think the point the fact is that the um, obviously in France they were outraged at the theft... And in Italy, he was uh, suddenly became a national hero overnight because of his impassioned speeches Mm. about in court about his motivation for bringing it home to Florence. Hated in France,
1: loved in Italy.
0: So it's fair to assume there may have been some framing of the if we hold it in Italy, we won't attribute the same bias to the proceedings that he would get he yeah would be, he would be vilified in in Paris oh, whereas yeah. he is an Italian yeah, citizen sure. so one way or another they're gonna argue the point it, it was uh, it was maintained by some that it was illegal an, an illegal trial but mm. nonetheless it was held so what did infilt- they, um,
1: what did he get
0: so he was found guilty of the theft ultimately. And he was sentenced to one year and 15 days. And he responded to the sentence by saying, well, could have been worse. Mm, Could have been. Quite philosophical. Could have been a lot worse. worse. And in fact, um, it turned out it was a lot better because he appealed and ultimately he got uh, reduced to seven months. And since by that time he'd been in prison already for seven months for the course of the trial, they let him out. Well, blimey. That's (laughs) incredible, isn't it? He went back to the hotel to To where his rooms were before the Tripoli, e. the Tripoli it's Italia e hotel. Yep. Uh, only now it was um, called something else. Can you guess what it might be called? Well, hang on.
1: So it only took seven. It renamed seven months after. Yes. I thought that was a modern day thing. They, no, no. They
0: literally instantly. There <laughs> and then, the hotel the went. We've got ka-ching. summer here, <laughs> Kuching.
1: Are we talking Lagiaconda?
0: We're talking Lagiaconda, we right, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. I mean that as opposed
0: to the Mona Lisa hotel. They don't call it the Mona Lisa in Italy. We're now in Italy, Florence. De France? What do France call it? Ours. <laughs> <laughs> quite right. The uh, um. Our painted. Notre Dame. <laughs> so it gets back to the hotel and it's renamed uh, it, itself, La Gioconda. I mean, to be car. fair, I've
1: got uh, you know quite right. I mean, you know,
0: why not? Yeah, <laughs> marketing. Yeah, pa- you know, patriotism that. is patriotism, but yeah, commerce sure, is yeah. commerce.
1: Hang on, well, it, it's not. It wasn't called. This is where the La Gioconda was found. Hotel,
0: <laughs> it wasn't, but <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> I can tell you that if you went into the foyer, there was uh, a notice with a reproduction of the Mona Lisa hanging in the foyer wall, and the notice underneath says, "Here, La Gioconda was recovered." Excellent. From now on, the hotel will be known as the Gioconda Hotel. One willingly lodges here at the sign of a masterpiece and under the auspices of immortal beauty.
1: I bet they. Uh, I bet they did
0: all right. Out of that. Well, I imagine so. I imagine so.
1: Presumably, the Mona Lisa, because it was technically French property, was after the trial was returned, I'd imagine.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It went back to France. It's in there now. But uh, not straight away. Oh, right. Okay. Well, it went on a little... It went on a a tour. Oh, good. Um, So the Italian uh, authorities kept it. It went to Rome... A it tour
1: what to well, not for everyone to have a look at it, surely. I, I thought, I kind of, as soon as you say that, obviously I know what a tour is. <laughs> but I kind of thought, oh, so that, I don't know, noblemen can privately look at it or something.
0: No, it went on public display. Uh, good. In, it spent five days going, it started in Florence, uh, and then it went to Rome and Milan as well. So they kept it for five days before they returned it to Paris. It was only five days, right, oh. okay. Yes, but on the first day... Um at the gallery at the Uffizi Gallery in Florence yes. there were twenty three thousand people showed up to see it. Wow. Wow. In one day. That's
2: huge. Yes. That's really huge. That is more visitors than the National Portrait Gallery get in a day. So how many which now, is how many? I can't remember the numbers now, but I know it's a lot less <laughs> last than last time I counted. I mean, it's a couple of thousand, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a couple but of thousand.
0: Last I time I counted, I
2: reckon yeah. it was. Um, You're in single digit thousands. So, National
0: Gallery, City of London, National Gallery, 2,000 people a day on average. That's a, with a city of a population of 8 million, broadly yeah. speaking. Okay, so 100 years ago, Florence. 23,000 people in a day. That's about 10% of the population. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Without social media publicity. Without
0: publicity, yeah. So anyone tra- tra- travelling... Or
1: frankly, hardly any publicity, apart from, I don't know, a local newspaper or something, perhaps. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Um, I mean, word would have spread like wildfire, especially, I mean, the trial and everything would have added... That would have been in the... Papers. I was going to
1: say, the. Th- let's face it, the tr- the publicity is the reason why everyone piled yeah. in, isn't it? Hmm.
2: and that's even more people than came to see the empty wall
0: yes yeah i mean that's that's the, one of the biggest surprises that people turned up to the louvre to see the not the only. <laughs> it turned up you to mean the
1: day after it got nicked or after the theft years, people would go
0: to, no after the theft well possibly for the three years but yeah, certainly right. for a significant period yeah, people would turn up to see the hole on the wall where and there's they no the hole. no oh, that's painting great. that's quite good that I didn't know that. I had, it got more visitors for not being there than it did for, for <laughs> oh when God, it was there. Really?
1: Might as well have left.
0: They should have taken all the other paintings down as well. It would have been <laughs> <a> huge as <laughs> well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bang up for some picture hooks dark. and, you know, <laughs> call yourself an art gallery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's
1: all the art? Oh, it's it's, it's been all nicked. been stolen, yeah. Oh, well, I'll stay here anyway. How much, <laughs> how much is it to come in?
0: Interestingly enough, this great patriot of Italy uh, ended his days in France. Despite being the man who made the Mona Lisa the world's most famous painting, he himself died pretty much in obscurity at the age of 44. He was unknown and forgotten even at the time of his death.
2: And that's not that long after, is it really? That's, what, 10, 11-ish
1: yeah. years about since 10 the years, theft? Yeah.
0: Exactly right, yes. Yeah. So it would still be presumably in recent memory, especially considering the breadth of the search which went global.
1: You could argue that the world uh, had better things to think about in the years, or, uh, frankly, months after his, uh, the court case and release. And ultimately, that's why the world forgot about him because they then had four years or Europe, four years
0: of war. But true. But when you consider that the Mona Lisa is still remembered, yeah, hmm. and he isn't, and he is not. So he died in 1925, and his obituary was even confused with that of another man by the <laughs> name of Perugia. <laughs> so he was. He became so not famous and obscure that um, actually they didn't even remember
2: so no one even noticed that he died (laughs) until three years afterwards (laughs) exactly (laughs) yes very much (laughs) so so. it wasn't even him
0: so yes a poor a a sad tale to the, the most famous man in italy who made the mona lisa the most famous painting in the world That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've discussed over the course of the episode, just Google it or something. You can see daily true crime updates on our Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, or you can support the show with a PayPal donation. And links to all of those are on our website, truecrimediary.co.uk. Join us next time when we will be similarly discussing and digressing on another event in true crime history. Until then, my thanks to Jed and Rue, my name's Mark, and we'll see you on the next date in our True Crime Diary.